from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for listening to the G and Ursula Show. Ursula, I'm telling right now, like the chef said about five minutes ago, cannot believe it is 11 o'clock. It has gone Good morning, Ursula. Good morning. Coming up in the 1130 segment, it is 2024, and we're going to do something that we've really enjoyed in 2023. Okay. And that is TBD. <laughs> so what we do at 1130 is going to be a surprise to you and a surprise to us, but it'll be good for sure. <laughs> but right now... Right. Agree, to, agree to disagree. Brought to you by Garden Roofing and Gutters. One of these days, we just got to take off the gloves. Just really go at it. A security guard who stopped an armed robber at Whole Foods could be going to jail because of his actions. Uh, this guy's name's Joshua. He tells Como News that he could go back for a probation violation, and here's the issue with it. So in December, Joshua stopped a woman who had a firearm drawn and was heading towards a cashier. He disarmed her, held her, and passed her over to SPD. Como interviewed him afterwards. People said, hey, Joshua was a hero, obviously did an amazing thing. But federal prosecutors saw the interview, recognized his name, and because he'd been charged in a domestic violence incident, he's not allowed to carry firearms or weapons of any kind. He was armed with a taser when he was working as a security guard. And he's actually been called back to court uh, to testify as to whether or not he should be having this weapon. He says he does not believe he violated the terms of his probation. But, gee, the sticky wicket here is, I mean, you have someone who's not supposed to be carrying any kind of weapon, yet was carrying a weapon and performed an act of good. Should this should prosecutors go after someone for something like this? This morning, you told us about this topic, and then I read up on this topic, and Ursula, and I'm, and I'm being serious when I say this, this is a very weird thing to to weigh in on no i don't think that they should go after this guy i do think that i do think that probably the person will have some type of uh lawsuit possibly because the company that hired him will probably have a um they're liable for that knowing that you know he has a past and he's not supposed to have this and they didn't find that out so no, I don't think they should go after this person. I think it's complex because, uh, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of different layers. But if you separate them, it, what he did was, I mean, I don't know if it was heroic, but he did a good job in in, in performing the duty that he was hired to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, and he was able to, to stop that. And, and in, but in doing so, he violated terms or potentially violated terms of his probation. I'm going to guess that they will go ahead and file a charge, but I'm also going to guess that the sentence might not be that hefty. I mean, there would be some kind of discretion on, on, on the um, part of the judge or, yeah. or even prosecutors in terms of what they would go after if they go after that. But, I've got a question. Hmm. How was he able to get that job, which requires carrying weapons? How was he able to get through the background check? Because wasn't that something that you He wasn't supposed for? to be working in right. a job with a weapon. Right. Yeah, very clearly. Exactly. So I think that there's a whole bunch of different things that have gone on. But the only one who really knew his background, maybe 
he wasn't clear on his terms of probation, but I have a hard time believing that. Maybe. But in any case, with that, his history, why was he hired in that security by that security company? Yeah, I don't know. I think if I was prosecutors, I just I'd let this one go. It's one thing if you see someone walking around with like a 357 Magnum tucked into their waistband and they happen to stop a crime in progress and they're carrying as a civilian. This is a this is like an employment issue for me. And I think that anyone who runs towards a gun that somebody has drawn and stops that person, I think it's okay to call those actions heroic. This is just one of those instances, very bizarre circumstances. All right. Should we pay school board members more in Washington state school board members, regardless of district size, I believe are paid forty eight hundred dollars. Senator Joe Wynn wants to change that to six grand a year plus 50 cents for every student in the district, which means, according to the Seattle Times, that about thirty one grand is what a Seattle school board member would be paid up in my uh, area. in Edmond school board members would be paid about eighteen thousand dollars, I believe. G. Scott. School board members have a tough job. Should they get paid more for it? Can I be honest with y'all about something? <laughs> yeah, it's the safe course. place. Nobody's I, listening. Okay. I, call me naive, but I actually did not know that school board members got paid. I really thought... Not that, all. Okay, yeah. fair. But I thought... School board, oh, you're a nice volunteer. You love your community. You love the kids. I didn't know that they are getting paid for this. So uh, I guess it's hard I mean, to Seattle make Seattle school board, you're, you're actually getting elected, too. I yeah, mean, so I, this I, is uh, I, the voters have yeah. a say in who gets yeah. to be put on the Seattle school board. Hey, we're a capitalistic society. <laughs> Everybody make money off everything. Go ahead. Why not? I don't think you're going into the... Uh, you are not running for Seattle School Board because you're going to make money as a school board member. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to assume that you do want to have a voice and an influence on the school district. But it's also, in many cases, for it, it can be a stepping stone to a political career and doing something else. For some people, it's they will be a light, you know, they'll be on the school board as long as they can. Bottom line, that amount of money right now. Uh, that's too little. There's much more responsibility, and I, I would argue that um, they deserve to make more than that. This is why, and I say that as someone who was on a school board you get paid. for six years, you get paid. and I got, I did not get paid. And in fact, uh-huh. it was a requirement as a member of the school board to also donate money to the school. Okay. The, by the way, <laughs> by, by, by the way, by, there's there's three people. Right now, that have already texted in. I th- hey, y'all, y'all know me. I keep it a buck on this show. I th- when Chef said it this morning, I didn't even say it to them. I was just sitting in my car, like, and you guys are agreeing with me. I was today years old before I re- now. I know about other boards, nonprofits. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about those, but school boards. I was today years old when I found out that they're. It's paid to that. Like, I yeah. really didn't know. I'm not trying to play. Certain school boards. Yeah. Certain school boards. Yeah. And so, Chef, you're telling me that with the addition of the extra, maybe the 50 cents and all this kind of stuff, it would even go up even higher? Yeah, 30 grand in Seattle. Yo, I didn't. 
I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you can make an, an argument against this because so I mean, if, if you're a school board member, there are a ton of meetings. You are at the tip of the spear when it comes to uh, angry parents in any district. You're going to get a lot of emails. You're going to have a lot of people who do not like you. Uh, it can be full times during certain times of the year. And who the heck can serve on a school board right now, right? Like Becky, whose husband has a $400,000 job at Microsoft, and so she has, you know, evenings free and she doesn't have to work. Is it Tim, who has family money and has the freedom of time to be able to, to take on a position like this? Most of us, if we had to serve on a school board, we would have to give up something in our life in order to do that. And if you want people who are not only from the top 1% of your district's earners serving in those positions, then you need to provide some compensation for it. Oh, it's pretty It's pretty basic. Okay, okay, whoa, 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 all right. Maybe I'm just old school, and maybe I am thinking about, and it happens, right? I'm just thinking about yesteryear, yeah. right? And I just remember so many, and maybe you listening to right now, you remember your mama, your daddy, or your grandpa. You know, remember they used to come to the school and a lot of volunteer and volunteer time and reading to the class and all that stuff? Hey, Chef, I just thought that that's where we are today. So now my question back to you guys, Ursula, I'm happy you helped me out. Because you were on a school board for mm-hmm. six years. Mm-hmm. What is the motivation of someone that says, I want to be on the school board? And by the way, I believe there is motivation. Oh. I just want to know what it is. What is it that you want to do? Uh, first of all, you believe in service. So you want to do something for the community. You believe that your voice is one that is needed on a particular school board. Okay. Um, you might be able to bring a certain type of expertise. In my case, it was media communication. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and we had attorneys, we had bankers, we had um, a stay-at-home mom. You know, it's like trying to get different experiences, different uh, backgrounds so that you can best help guide a school or a district. Um, and for me, um, I loved being able to be a part of a community working toward the betterment of a school that I truly believed in. This is where I have the problem. And I did it for free. I have the problem in our society that we, I, you, everyone else, we love volunteers. Anybody that gives of their time Mm -hmm. to help others. Here's my problem, though is when we celebrate volunteers, but they're getting a paycheck. So this is a part-time job. You're not volunteering if yes. you're getting a paycheck. Yeah, so this, this is a part-time job, but it's an underpaid part-time job. Seattle School Board, having sat through many Seattle School Board meetings, you deal with a lot. The Seattle Times uh, reporter who wrote this article said, it's like you're a human pinata. That would be correct. Your every complaint that everyone has is being thrown at you, uh, and you're I don't dealing. Like this topic. <laughs> okay, well. I, I really, I really don't like this topic. I, I really don't because I, I just don't, I just don't see. Like, if you want a part time job, if you want another job, well, that's like a council get, well, member. Should we not? Should we like, not pay uh, part time coaches, assistant high school coaches, then? Because they love the job, they shouldn't get paid. They get a three thousand. It would be like junior sports, uh, youth sports. Youth sports getting should, should should youth sports coaches get get paid? I'm asking. 
Serious question. Should youth sports coaches get I paid? I think an argument can be made. You, yeah, you could make the argument, but I mean, we already pay assistant high school coaches. Everybody getting paid. We pay the middle school coaches. Does it's anybody a volunteer anymore? <laughs> it, it yes, like the, the people that, but the people that volunteer, it feels like we don't see them. Like the real people that volunteer at places and organizations, those are the ones that are the true heroes. You know, and saints. You know what you get they with a volunteer brother. position? What? Flexibility to say, I'm not coming in this day. This isn't my responsibility. Like if you have an actual job that's laid out in a charter like a school board, you should get paid for it, period. And you should definitely not be donating money to your school or for the privilege of doing so. Mm. All right. <laughs> I found it. You know what? Listen, this is where I have my line in the sand, and I'm not budging off this one. Maybe okay. maybe I'll change next this week is, or next year. This is where you're going to draw the no, line. I, I'm, I'm serious. If you're on a school board, you shouldn't get paid. I, I, think, I think a lot of the problems that we have in our society today is everybody wants to get paid. And we and we wonder and we wonder why we have so many problems. All right, go ahead. Okay, well let's move on down to the state of California, uh, where there was a proposal actually that is going through their legislature that would ban tackle football for anyone under the age of twelve. California Governor Gavin Newsom says, however, that he will not sign it, even if it passes. So it looks like it will not pass. But I'm sure this is going to come up here in our state. G, mm-hmm. what would you say if it did? I'm signing it. You'd sign that. Yep. All kids. I, as a matter of fact, I said that. I didn't even know that part yep. of it. I said that to you guys. I said anything seventh grade and below, 12 years old below, or sixth or whatever, sixth, seventh grade and below, no, I would put a ban on tackle football. I just think that there's so many kids that, A, are serious injury before that time, number one. Number two, are discouraged from playing. I mean, I remember back in the day, man, that little kid used to get out there in third and fourth grade and get powwow. Mm-hmm. Mama, Daddy, I don't want to play no more. No. That's why I encourage flag football. I encourage seven on seven. You can learn and understand the concepts of football without tackle. Because then somebody's going to say, but you need to learn how to hit hard. No, you don't. That will come as you get older. So I'm all for it, Ursula. Ban under the age of 12. Okay. <clears throat> So you want the government to make that decision versus having parents decide whether they want their kids to play tackle football or not. Yep. We make our uh, we yep. make our parents put their kids in seat belts. Yep. Right? I'm just I'm if thinking you, out loud. You, I'm just I'm a, trying to, to trying to think if, if there's you, any sort of If you leave, if you frankly, have your baby at the hospital and you leave, the nurse is required to make sure yeah. that you have a car seat. Honestly, the number of uh, stories that I've done on concussions mm-hmm. and CTE, uh, the you know the what happens to the brain after repetitive hits, like what what you often see in football players, mm-hmm. I would be fully in favor of this. Really? Um, yes. You want to bubble wrap every single child no, in not, Washington State under the age of twelve years old? Not do, bubble I mean, wrap. You, yes, do you know how? I, know. Well, I mean, like, think about it, man. Like, how many injuries do kids get skateboarding? How many injuries do get kids get on uh, on their motor scooters or their BMX bikes? The idea that you would eviscerate an entire industry. Industry. I'm, I'm not. It is an industry, isn't it, G? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is, but. You could easily turn it into touch football until they're old enough. And quite frankly, it would take the pressure out of us parents who really didn't want our kids to play tackle football until they were in middle school. 
So Set because you don't up. have a backbone, the state should step in? Yes, exactly. Well, about, I'll, 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 stand <laughs> on, I'll stand on this. If there are any parents that are considering like, hey, when should be the proper time for my son or daughter to play uh, tackle football with equipment and helmet and everything, my suggestion would be teenage. Yeah. And in fact, you know what? I think it should still be a parent deciding that. Honestly, I I think a parent should still decide that. But if if I were to do it over again, I would say wait until you're 13. No doubt. Good stuff. Somebody said I didn't. I'm not having a good day today. And they said I didn't have a good day today because of my uh, conversation on uh, the whole volunteer school board. So, all right. Coming up next at 11.30, this is where I'm going to tell you what we're doing next. But then what happens is there's this thing that says TBD. So to be announced, don't worry. We will have something good for you next. Cheers. me because I'm just having a bit of a tough day, okay? Let's just put it that way. I just want to say... I don't to, like to share those kinds of details, so don't to, even. I just want to... That's fair. But I just yeah. want a couple things I want to say. One... I'm not feeling well. One, I love I, I love this job. And two, I love this job when Ursula makes it hilarious. Like, if something's going to be funny around here, and if Ursula's the one making it funny, it is extremely funny. Like, like, like not fake laugh funny, not ha-ha-ha funny. I'm talking about no. bent over, stomach hurting yeah. funny. <laughs> Ursula, you, are you okay? Because Chef was like, is, no. is Ursula going to make it back? No. He sent me a text. He, I'm not lying to you. He said, he said, uh, uh, gee, Y'all, you think Ursula going to make it back? I'm gonna say, I, I said, I said, I I've know. been cutting it close all morning long. Okay? Let's just put it I that mean, way. You left me on a few segments. I'm getting ready to close out the segment and Ursula runs up out of here. I say, Chef, where's Ursula going? <laughs> I don't know. Y'all seen Ursula? I, I don't know. I'm proud <laughs> This is way too much information that I can't, I, I, can't, I can't explain. You know how I like to explain everything. I ain't explaining this one. Okay? So, yeah. I just want to say, Thanks. if there was a commercial... Thanks, guys, for covering for if me. If there was a commercial of you, it would be the best commercial. <laughs> be back, guys. Ursula, you look like OJ running for the Hertz Ritter car. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. I know. But are you? I know. But you, no, are you physi- I'm not okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> but I'm going to make it through this, okay? okay I'm okay. going to try to bring back profe- professionalism. <laughs> I can't all even right. say it now. All right, okay. let's get out okay. of our bubble. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, let's bubble. go. Okay. Did you hear that we are going to lose yet? Another skating rink. Okay. So another roller rink in our area is going to close. This time it's the last, it's one of the last, I guess, in the Tacoma area. Skate World Tacoma just announcing that their landlord is not going to be renewing their lease. The rink's going to shut down in March. And they said on their Facebook page that they hope to get another location. But Skate World, at least in Springfield, Oregon, was the place to be when I was 13. Okay. Newly moved to the United States. Trying to, you know, was honey was honey get, there too? Honey was there too. Okay, yeah, honey and I were there, you know, doing the 
you got the uh, what is it the sock hop on mm-hmm. Friday nights yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you know couple skate and I always hoped that someone would pick me for couple skate <laughs> okay yeah I remember those days but we were talking about it this morning and mm. I want to bring it up first of all I hate to lose whether it's bowling alleys roller rinks it just feels like those things that were part of our childhood right. like our kids are never going to get to experience my grandkids are not going to know you know it's going to be hard to find a roller rink. So right. it's always sad for me when I hear things like this. Right. I mean, it's understandable. Like a lot of um, <clears throat> around a lot of real estate. Uh, yeah. In a lot of cities around the country, you are hearing about adult skate, right? Because there are a lot of adults that wants to kind of rekindle what they used to do back yeah. in the day. Um, if you guys want to know about my skating capabilities, uh, back then, I mean, I could skate as far as like, I wouldn't fall down. I had good hand-eye coordination. However, <clears throat> I wasn't like some of the real good ones. I mean, Ursula, I'm telling y'all, I'm talking about like people that would skate, and I'm talking about the backwards skate, they one leg and dancing and yeah. all that. Twirl, could, twirling around, yeah. making it look like it's nothing. I couldn't do all that. So I went to my strength and expertise. I showed up to the skating rink, but I was the one that was out there playing the video games and talking to the girls. <laughs> That's what I did back then. Well, the way you said it this morning, though, is that you got so mad at those guys who could skate and dance at the same exactly. time. You were like, well, I'm going to show them. <laughs> <laughs> so you just didn't like being outshined. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, and I wasn't, a, I wasn't a great. I mean, seriously, I see. And I don't know if you guys have seen. There are some talented roller skaters out there that are really amazing and I'm like yo I can never do that and so I just sat back I would have little little video games that you're playing Miss Pac-Man and all that good stuff and I just you know kind of be chilling and always good music at skating rinks too I could just totally I was just envisioning little G Mm. out there at the the skating rink (laughs) waiting around wanting wanting to see who was going to go buy that hot dog during the quick break that they have you know and then seeing if you can swoop on in yeah I can't skate but I got the gift of gab (laughs) Well, this is one thing about it. Hot dogs ain't been eaten today. What was the next story? Okay. You guys haven't watched the movie Barbie, I found out. I did. I I, I have not. I loved it. But, you know, the Oscar nominations came out yesterday. And the ladies behind Barbie got the Oscar snub. Ryan Gosling, who scored Oscar nominations for Best Supporting Actor and Best Original Song for Barbie, has released a statement protesting a couple of snubs, his director, Greta Gerwig, and his co-star, Margot Robbie. He points out there is no Ken without Barbie, and there's no Barbie movie without either of them. Barbie is up for Best Film, Gerwig for Adapted Screenplay, and Robbie is nominated as a producer. In a quote from the movie, one Instagram post reads, We're actually doing patriarchy very well. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Was it good, Ursula? I loved it. Okay. I loved it, and it it was... uh, a movie that I w- was skeptical about, but I really enjoyed it. I didn't think the messaging was too much. I know some people were like, okay, I don't want it shoved, you know, fight against the patriarchy and, and you know, men are bad. It, it, I, didn't, I didn't leave feeling that way. I felt more like women empowerment versus, you know, and, and, and they did it in such 
a creative way mm-hmm. and and just see I mean, it's it's not for little kids i mean if if your daughter loves barbies and and she's 5 or 6 this is not that movie okay. what made but, you watch it in the first place uh, i went with my niece oh okay yeah i went with my niece and uh it got great reviews okay uh, I, I think it was a very entertaining movie with a great message and as a woman some of these things you know whether it's trying to break the glass ceiling or living in a man's world I totally get it. I totally get it. So uh, it, it's funny, or not funny, but it's ironic that uh, in this case, Ryan Gosling gets the um, nomination, but the the, the main actress, um, Margot Does. Robbie, and uh, the director, Greta director? Gerwig. Yeah, Greta Gerwig, did not get nominated. It's like, that movie would have been nothing without both of those women. Yeah. Well, maybe he just acted better in a supporting role. Well, I gotta, Arguable. I got to give a shout out. I got to give a shout out to the skating rink that keeps it has been coming up. Uh, 253 says, oh, my goodness. My husband and I met at Patterson's West in Federal Way on Christian Skate Night. That was 1985, I think. So there's that. I guess it's called El Centro Skate Rink right now. But good to them. Skating wasn't my thing. Chef, were you a skater? Roller skater? Man, nobody likes doing something in public in front of women that you're trying to impress that you're terrible at. Where are you going? Where are you going? Huh. <laughs> hey, Nick. She's on the run, man. <laughs> Coming up next, the Gina Nelson Show, your text messages, feedback, and then I hope we'll have Ursula's words to live by. It's Gina Ursula. the Gia Nurse Show. Good morning, everyone. Appreciate your time. Thank you for hanging out with us. It is now time to get to the text messages. Ursula? A lot of people weighed in on the Boeing story and the current troubles the company's having. Scott and Auburn said, wait until Boeing executives start leaving and their golden parachutes worth millions start opening. It could be the end of Boeing. Liz in Gig Harbor says, I'm not anti-Boeing. I am, however, anti-planes falling apart at the seams. Doesn't anyone inspect these planes? 206 says, the crazy thing is that flying is the safest way to travel, but when a flight crashes or something goes wrong, it's a huge deal, then people think it's normal. But in this case, there have been multiple incidents in recent weeks, which is very concerning. Nikki says, as someone who flies window always, I'm genuinely reconsidering seating arrangements from now on when flying. It's terrifying to imagine that final destination scenario can actually be possible in today's time. On the 4.5-day work week, four-and-a-half-day work week, 206 says, I've had half-day Friday for over 10 years. Wizards of the Coast, shout out. Brian from Kent says, hey, y'all, I've been working Monday through Thursday, 10-hour days for five years. I have Friday for self-care days and the rest of the weekend off. It's amazing. I could never go back to eight-hour days. I'm way more productive in my 10-hour days. 972 says, I wouldn't like it because that half-day more likely will turn into a full day. Why would I want to get up early? Hit traffic and work just a half day? I just wouldn't do it. 
972 says, I wouldn't. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. John in the 425 says, Seton Hall High School in Vancouver is going to a four-day week next year. One of the reasons is it would give kids more flexibility to do community service. Should the state ban tackle football under the age of 12? 425 says youth hockey doesn't allow checking. Roger in the UP says, I played football in junior high and am a lifelong martial artist. I've got a history of concussions and know firsthand how it affects you physically, mentally, and emotionally. Tackle football should not be played by kids under the age of 12. If that bubble, if that's bubble wrapping our kids, I'll gladly help pay for the bubble wrap. G lamented that no one actually volunteers anymore because they expect to get paid. Carrie and Bonnie Lake says, nobody volunteers. My daughter's becoming certified for search and rescue it is expensive and it's all volunteer uh 206 says as a volunteer firefighter we get paid which is around ten dollars per training day and eight to twenty dollars per 911 call depending on a uh, number of annual calls and annual budget certainly not a part-time job but covers fuel could Pete Carroll get another coaching job? Nick says, man, if Pete got another NFL coaching job, it would make me so sad. Like seeing your ex walking around on the arm of some jerk that you don't like. <laughs> no final decision on uh, discipline one year after the death of Janavi uh, Kandula. Kirk in Mount Vernon says this could have been used as a great teaching example to show what happens when you don't have the high standards you're supposed to have. On scenarios, the person found a backpack with $3,000, kept half of it, and then sent the rest back to the owner. 425 says, New Year's Day three years ago, I found a clutch purse laying in the middle of the road. I called 911 and asked for an officer to come get the purse and track down the owner whose ID was in the purse. I kept nothing and I expected nothing. I did hear that the officer did find that woman and got her purse back. $100,000 Salt Bay restaurant bill. Brian in Arlington says, I can't believe there is liquor and food that costs five times the quote for a new roof for my house. Ooh. 360 says, I've been in the service industry as a hairstylist over 30 years. We live on tips. If you can't afford to tip the server, you can't afford to go out. 20000 is a huge tip, but the percentage is on the meal. I'm always a 20% tipper. Why should I pay $20 on my small income, but a big spender should tip a tiny fraction because the meal is expensive? Nope. Trump wins the New Hampshire primary. GS GOP voters, do you really want this? 253 says, as a conservative who used to be a Republican, I no longer am welcomed in this party. I'm a rhino without a country. I don't like it one bit. I can't support the liberal point of view, and I no longer fit in with my conservative crowd. This sucks. Tim and Anacortes had similar sentiments. G and Ursula, I see myself as a conservative Republican, and I certainly don't want to see Trump as my only option, but I won't vote for Trump and I won't vote for Biden. So where does that leave us? 253 says, you guys hate America. You hate the Constitution and your rights. If in fact you do, you will vote for anyone except Trump. Trump is for the people, the law-abiding citizens, the working class, the blue-collar country folks. City folks don't get to enjoy the same freedoms of the USA because of Biden and other Democratic policies. Trump is the only candidate anyone should vote for. And you guys hate him so much, you can't see with a clear state of mind, and you'd pick anyone over him. Where's that music? Yeah, Chef, Chef, where's the music? I need that music. (laughs) We wanted to make sure that all points of view were heard. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I guess we're... There he is. Ah. (laughs) Okay, 
Ursula's time for words to live by. Brought to you by Wilcox Farms. And I realize I was the butt of a few jokes today. So I wanted this quote to end the show. If you can laugh at yourself, you're going to be fine. If you allow others to laugh with you, you will be great. I'm feeling great today. Don't laugh too hard, though. <laughs> you guys are awful. You guys are awful. You know, if it was, if the, if it was on the other. I would be covering for you. I, well, here's the thing. Wait, wait, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I it, would it, not it, be making a production of this. It didn't become a production until you said something. Like, I knew the entire time. Because you had, you were laughing hysterically. Both of you. <laughs> okay, it's kind of funny. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, gotta go. Well, four and a half work days. Oh, my God. <laughs> Four and a half work days a week is a deal that's not too shabby when you get that extra time off to recharge, relax, and be happy. Though there are some places that I would avoid with some time off to reduce any stress, like those fancy pants European restaurants that imply fancy tips with excess. But I maybe would give our great Ursula a break from settling in to join in on our break because it seems that our host has some quick, happy feet that her antsy pants can't seem to shake. So keep dreaming for half days to end off our weeks when at work to provide some relief. And we won't question Ursula in her case of the Zoomies, so I hope you won't give any grief. I guess you can just say, you gotta do what you gotta do. I, Chef, what do you, you want to say? I gotta watch myself. I, I, no, seriously. Today, I'm reminded about why this job is so great and I think it is it's really the best when this Ursula just really just like she just has a blast and when Ursula's laughing it makes everyone else laugh and you guys know when you've heard that laugh Ursula's laugh makes you laugh even more and I'm gonna tell you like today's been one of those best shows today and I just can't believe how much fun we had it's so good she had a mic drop she's out <laughs> she's gone hey uh the Jack and Spike show they're gonna come in next looking forward to hearing them make sure you stick around thank you guys I appreciate you for listening love you for that <laughs> And as always, be kind. Hope you have as much fun as we have. So long, everybody. I've been running.